in tonight's episode of the Carrots and Brotherhood podcast. That emotion, whatever you want to call it, that negative emotion sticks. And seeing that girl today made me a bit sad because here she is watching me and my wife praise our daughter whenever she calls or she's about to do something she thinks is amazing. Our eyes and our mind is on her. And I can't, I can't say the same for that guy, you know, and I try to make an excuse for him. But what's two seconds from whatever it is you was doing to watch your daughter go down the slide or to get up off your ass and walk over to the sandcastle that she built and tell her something great about it? Hey, you're listening to the Carrots and Brotherhood podcast with me, your host, DJ Dykes. Carrots and Brotherhood is here to help men become better husbands, fathers, and friends through positivity, empathy, and transparency. In tonight's episode, I want to talk about the importance of being emotionally and mentally present for your kids. This is something that doesn't necessarily come natural to a lot of people. I'll be the first to admit I'm not perfect at this all the time, although I can confidently say that I really pay attention to it um, because I know it's important. When I talk about being mentally or emotionally present for your kid, I'm talking about being there for their little or big victories for their small or big failures, you know, for their good days at school or their bad days at school, you know, their, their problems with their friends or, you know, problems with bullies or whatever is going on in their life. It doesn't matter. Being there and available is what I mean by saying being present. You know, it's hard because we're humans too. We have our own lives going on. You know, our kids are an extension of our lives, but we're still us, you know. I still have my hobbies. I still have my dreams. I still have my circle of friends. You know, my wife and I, we have our relationship that is independent of our child, even though our child is, you know, that's, that's our life really. <laughs> so it, and it's hard to balance. I understand. We were at the playground today and it was, man, it's such a nice day. It was like 79 degrees, sunny, not a cloud in the sky. It's springtime. So the cherry blossoms are in full bloom and they're like falling off the trees. And it's like, it's, it's beautiful, man. And there were so many parents and kids out today. My wife and I were just chilling on the bench, watching our daughter play on the little jungle gym playground and stuff, going up and down the jungle gym, sliding down the slide. And she's an only child. And so she gets all the attention, you know, all of my wife's attention, all of my attention. Uh, She doesn't have to compete with siblings and, you know, that kind of thing. It's the moments that she's like at the top of the slide and we've seen her go down this slide hundreds of times, you know, and every time she gets to the top of the slide and she's like looking at us, seeing if we're watching and we, you know, turn our gaze towards her and we raise our hand and wave or and when she gets down to the bottom slide, we give her thumbs up, you know, give her a little small applause, you know, and cheer her on and she, you know, eats it up and runs back to the playground to do it all over again. <laughs> this is essentially how it goes. <laughs> My wife, she went out to go get the snacks and I was sitting there on the bench and watching my daughter and stuff. And I'm watching this dad, you know, standing in front of the slide, his little girl, she probably was like three or four years old. Um, I say was, she is, <laughs> it was today. <laughs> but uh, anyway, so she, she climbs to the top of the slide and she yells, daddy, daddy, you know, you know, look at me, daddy, daddy. And I'm looking at my daughter, but I hear this girl yelling, daddy, you know, and I sort of look and I'm looking at the dad. And the dad's near the bottom of the slide on his phone. And he's just intently focused on whatever he's doing. And she's yelling, daddy, daddy, daddy. And he doesn't look up. 
He doesn't even acknowledge the fact that his daughter's at the top of the slide yelling, daddy, daddy, daddy. And I think she yelled daddy at least 15 times, man, of varying pitches and volume levels <laughs> until finally she got his attention. But it wasn't the way that you might think. He just kind of looked up like a side glance and like waved her off, like physically, like with his hand, like kind of waved her off like, hey, yeah, whatever. And um, went back to looking at his phone and I immediately look at the little girl. Like she had this smile, the fact she got her dad's attention for the moment. And then as he kind of waved her off, brushed her off, you know, the smile just kind of melted into a, it wasn't a frown. It was just like emotionless. She's like, ah. And so she came down the slide and he went back to playing, right? Almost like she had thought nothing of it. Like, okay, whatever. She went back to doing what she did. And I went back to watching my daughter. And she, my daughter, you know, tried to run up the slide and, uh, you know, made it to the top. And I cheered for her like, oh, very good, baby. You got it. You got it. You know, you got to the top of the slide. And she's giggling. And, you know, it's a big thing for her, you know. But that moment just sat with me with the father and the daughter and that interaction. So when my wife, my wife came back, and I told her about it. And I'm like, uh, my knee-jerk reaction was to judge the father negatively. Like, man, your daughter's calling out to you, man. Like, what's up? You know, what, what was that? You, what, why are you brushing her off like that, man? My wife is like, yeah, really? That's kind of messed up. You know, and then rationality sits in, you know, and it's like, well, maybe he was dealing with some work issues. Maybe he was talking to his boss. You know, something was happening on his end that at the moment, maybe he thought was more urgent or more important than his daughter at the top of the slides. He's, he's seen her slide down that slide a hundred times, you know, like it's just another time for her to go down the slide. I don't know. I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt and that maybe something was happening. I don't know, man. Maybe his mom is sick, you know, maybe lost an uncle. I don't fucking know. You have to consider that. But at the same time, the girl going down the slide only took like two seconds, man. Daddy, daddy, daddy. You look up at the slide. And she slides down and you say, good job, baby. That was great. And you get back to your phone again or do whatever you're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like that moment is still kind of sitting with me. I tried to give the guy the benefit of the doubt and that maybe he was just experiencing something at that moment, you know. But we went to a different playground and guess who shows up? This guy and his daughter. And again, his daughter is playing in the sand pit. He's sitting at the fucking picnic table on his phone. The daughter screams out to him, daddy, daddy, look at this. I don't know what she builds or whatever. He didn't even fucking budge, man. He just sitting on his phone. Waves her off again. She goes back to playing with the sand again. My daughter is trying to go down the tunnel slide. His daughter is at the foot of the tunnel slide playing in the sand. And I'm like, oh, this is not going to end well. My daughter's going to kick this little girl in her face. She comes out that slide. I guess the dad sees my daughter at the top of the slide and he yells to his daughter, telling her to move. But in a very sharp and cold way like hey move your ass out the way like you know you're blocking a slide you know and she looks at the slide looks at him and she moves off to the side and my daughter slides down and of course i cheer for her and I'm like yeah go do it again you know and i'm like man it, you know it isn't a one-time thing this is you man that's just you you're that kind of guy you know you got a girl who thinks the world of you you know that girl does she i don't know anything about any any part of the relationship but i know a three-year-old thinks the world of their dad, you know, especially a girl. You're, their dad is everything, you know? So I know the little girl thinks the world of you, and yet you just treat her like a nuisance, you know? And I, I wanted to say something so bad, like, yo, what are you doing, bro? Like, don't you, why don't you go over there and play in a sand with her or something, man? Why, what you doing playing Pokemon Go? Like, <laughs> you know, like, <sighs> this is what I mean 
by being present. I get it, man. Life happens. You know, work happens. Sometimes we're tired. I will admit that I can't always play with my daughter. So, Daddy, let's play. Sometimes I just ain't got it in me, you know? Like, Daddy, I'll play with you later, baby. I just need to take a rest for a moment, you know? But I think I would say 90% of the time, I'm there for my daughter. She wants to play. I'll stop what I'm doing. I'll say, baby, I can only do five minutes, but I'll give her those five minutes. You know, if she says, hey, come watch the show with me, I'll, I'll watch the show a bit with her. And then I'll say, hey, baby, I got to go do something else. I go back to work or something. I work from home. So I do have the benefit of being available all the time for her. So she can pop her head in my uh, recording studio and say, hey, daddy, you know, come look at my drawing or look what I made with Play-Doh. And it's easy for me to, to go do that and look at what she's doing and then shift gears back to my work again, you know. I think that just lends itself to why that guy should be more present, you know? Because I'm assuming that he does not work from home. I'm just making an assumption. You know, I could be wrong. But does it really matter? You know what I'm saying? Like, if you don't work from home, I feel like you got to cherish those moments with your kid, you know? You got to be there for all of their little wins, all their little silly sand castles, all of their, hey, daddy, look at me, slide down the slide on my stomach, you know, for the hundredth time, you know? To us as adults, we've, we've lived that, done that. You know, it's nothing for us to see that. But it's everything to them. And it's everything for their parents to see that, for their father to see that. Kids remember these things, whether they actively remember it or there's like an aura of how I felt at the time. The feeling of being ignored, not being more important than my dad's job. That emotion, whatever you want to call it, that negative emotion sticks. And seeing that girl today, made me a bit sad because here she is watching me and my wife praise our daughter and cheer for my daughter. And whenever she calls or she's about to do something she thinks is amazing, our eyes and our mind is on her. And I can't, I can't say the same for that guy, you know, and I try to make an excuse for him, but what's two seconds from whatever it is you was doing to watch your daughter go down the slide or to get up off your ass and walk over to the sandcastle that she built and tell her something great about it. I love the cute little rock you put on the top of there. What is that? Oh, is that a door you built on the side? Oh, who lives in this sandcastle? Like, there's so much you can do with that. You know what I'm saying? Guys, you know, if you have a kid, especially a young kid, or maybe you're planning on having kids, like, this is something you should really, really think about and internalize it because it makes all the difference. We fathers have to be there emotionally for our kids. We have to be there. We have to be present for all of the things that they go through. Because if you don't do it early, you know, at three years old, four years old, five years old, if you don't do it early, what right do you have to be upset about poor decisions that they make later in their teenage years? You know what I'm saying? What right do you have to complain about, you know, their friends or their grades or their hobbies or whatever it is that happens in their life or decisions that they make in their teens and even into adulthood, what right do we have to say anything about those things when we couldn't even be there when they were three years old and four years old with the sandcastle? Earn the right to do those things early. Kiss your daughter or son goodnight. Ask them about their day. Ask them some, what was the best thing to happen for you today at school? What was the saddest thing to happen today at school? What's something that you're not sure how you feel about that happened at school? What happened on your favorite show today? Let's watch your favorite show. Do you want to read a book together? Time invested with your kid, being present with your kid 
is going to pay dividends later when they grow up and your ass is old and you're wondering why your kids don't want to hang out with you. Would you rather have that future? Or would you rather have the future where your kid grows up into an adult and still thinks the world of you and still comes to you with all of their wins and all their victories and all of their losses and failures and hurts and trials and all of it? You, the father, have to be the one to put in the work early. My name is DJ from Carrots and Brotherhood. I'll talk to you guys next time. Have a good night. Thanks for listening to the Carrots and Brotherhood podcast with me, your host, DJ Dykes. Carrots and Brotherhood is here to help men become better husbands, fathers, and friends through positivity, empathy, and transparency. If you enjoyed the podcast, consider subscribing or following on whatever platform you're on. And be sure to turn on notifications. That way you'll know each time a new episode is dropped.